The North Country is blessed with fresh water. Rivers flow through almost every town, lakes of all sizes. You can actually paddle across the Adirondacks, all the way from Old Forge to Saranac Lake. That's the 90-miler, don't you know? That means innovative boat builders have lived here for centuries. We meet one who's putting a high-tech spin on the classic canoe. That's today's story of the day. Support for Story of the Day comes from Long Run Wealth, an SEC-registered investment advisor in Lake Placid, providing comprehensive wealth management, retirement, and financial planning solutions. LongRunWealth.com. And from SciTech Business Solutions, training and consulting services to help businesses grow. More information at CITEC.org. Hey, I'm David Summerstein. It's Wednesday, October 25th. First up, North Country Congresswoman Elise Stefanik nominated new House Speaker Mike Johnson today. During remarks on the House floor, she praised the Louisiana Republican for his work on the House Judiciary and Armed Services Committees and as vice chair of the Republican Conference. A man of deep faith, Mike epitomizes what it means to be a servant leader. A deeply respected constitutional lawyer, Mike has dedicated his life to preserving America's great principles of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Johnson is the third person Stefanik has nominated for speaker this year. She put up former Speaker Kevin McCarthy of California for the first of 15 ballots in January and nominated Jim Jordan of Ohio last week. Johnson was elected with unanimous Republican support after the House went three weeks without a speaker following McCarthy's ouster earlier this month. He's a four-term congressman and an ally of former President Donald Trump. Like Stefanik, he served on Trump's defense team in the first impeachment trial in 2020. He also voted against certifying the 2020 election. A new Siena College poll finds that President Joe Biden's approval ratings have reached historic lows in blue New York. But as Karen DeWitt reports, Biden still narrowly leads former President Donald Trump for the 2024 presidential race. Siena College pollster Steve Greenberg says half of all registered voters in New York are Democrats and just under one quarter are Republicans. No GOP presidential candidate has won the state since the re-election of Ronald Reagan nearly 40 years ago. Nevertheless, Biden's numbers are falling. What we see right now is Joe Biden has the worst favorability rating he's ever had in a Siena poll. 45% of voters view Joe Biden favorably, 52% unfavorably. Greenberg says Biden's job approval rating is also at an all-time low. 46% approve of the job he's doing in office, while 51% disapprove. And when we ask Democrats, do you want to see Joe Biden be your party's nominee for president next year, or would you prefer another candidate? Only 41% of Democrats say they want to see Biden as their nominee. 52%, a majority of Democrats say they would like to see a candidate other than Biden. Biden is still ahead of Trump by nine points. But when the poll added two independent candidates, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and Cornell West, Biden's lead is just seven points. Greenberg says more alarming news for Democrats. Only 25% of New Yorkers think the country's going in the right direction, while 65% say it's going in the wrong direction. 
New Yorkers remain concerned about the influx of migrants to the state and believe crime remains a serious problem. But over 50% support aid to Ukraine and Israel in their military struggles. Governor Kathy Hochul's job approval and favorability numbers remain stagnant in the poll, with only 40% viewing her positively and just 45% saying she's doing a good job in office. Greenberg says that's not a good trend. In two years as governor. Hochul has never had 50% of the voters in the state say they view her favorably. That's a problem for her. Hochul still has time to turn things around, though. The next election for governor in New York is not until 2026. In Albany, I'm Karen DeWitt. Today we're going to meet a boat builder who's putting a modern spin on classic canoes in the foothills of the Southern Adirondacks. Anna Williams Bergen has this North Country at Work story. Stan Stunnick is in his late seventies. He and his wife Kathy build canoes, a lot of canoes. We always say it's a retirement project gone horribly wrong. That project is Slipstream Watercrafts, a canoe and kayak business nestled in Broad Alban, a small town about an hour north of Albany. The Zdunicks got into building boats in the 1970s. Kathy was doing whitewater slalom, where competitors raced kayaks or decked canoes through churning rapids. Zdunick says that back then you couldn't buy a good boat for the sport. They were too heavy. They were more commercial oriented. So we built our own boat. Other paddlers saw them, racers, and they liked them. And it just gradually grew to the point that we were building a lot of racing boats. Five world champions have paddled their boats. The Zdunicks took over a decade off boat building and lived on a houseboat. In the early 2010s, diesel prices got high, and they decided to start making boats again. We specialize in incredibly lightweight boats. Some of our boats are less than 10 pounds. To get them that light, the Zdunicks use materials like Kevlar and carbon. Some boats are hand laminated, while others are made through vacuum bag infusion, a high-tech process that makes boats lighter while keeping the same strength. Sometimes people will get into them and they'll say, "Gosh, it feels a little tippy." And it's not that the boat is tippy in the sense that it's unstable, but they're not accustomed to the fact that the boat they're sitting in weighs less than one of their arms. All of this is pretty cutting edge, but Slipstream's designs have deep historic roots. To understand their boats, you need to know one name that's really important in the canoeing world: John Henry Rushton, who built boats in Canton starting in the late 1800s. People will say, "Oh, somebody is a generation ahead of their time," or something like that. But John, his boats have not been improved on. Zdunek could talk about John Henry Rushton for a long time, and one of his most famous boats, the Rushton Wee Lassie. Every company, practically, that builds canoes will build a Rushton Wee Lassie. Nobody has improved on the Wee Lassie in more than a hundred years. Most of the canoes Slipstream makes mimic Rushton's designs exactly. They're just a lot lighter because they're made of Kevlar and carbon, and not wood. His lines are clean. When you paddle, for example, a Rushton Wee Lassie, it's quiet. It's not pushing up a bow wave that splashes. When you look at the stern, you can barely tell the boat has gone through the water. Your paddle disturbs the water much more than a ten and a half foot boat. There aren't a ton of other businesses that specialize in ultralight boats, especially outside of the Adirondacks. 
So people come to Slipstream from all over the U.S. It's funny. There is a physician, a cardiologist in Seattle, Washington. He's a paddler. So paddlers who tend to have cardiac problems, they will gravitate to his practice. When he tells them, you can't lift any more than 10 pounds anymore, he literally writes a prescription for a slipstream wheelassie and specifies less than 10 pounds. He sold eight boats for us so far. Some New York State rangers also use their boats. Zdanek says they beat them up, doing things like firefighting and search and rescue. Once, a ranger used a slipstream canoe to paddle an outhouse across Blue Mountain Lake. Zdanek says that paddlers are some of the nicest people out there. We've had people show up at our shop buying a boat for two or $3,000 and forgot their wallet or their checkbook. And I can think of at least three occasions when we've said, take the boat, send us a check. Never, ever had an issue. Never. When they started Slipstream, Zdanek says they had a motto. Fun, low stress, and debt-free. That's worked out, and then some. On average, they make four boats a day. They have nine employees, and they've turned down multiple offers to buy their business. As the Zdanek's are in their late 70s, I asked if they plan to retire anytime soon. When we can't walk or breathe, probably... But the Zdunnicks are starting to transition Slipstream into an employee-owned cooperative. That will keep Slipstream local and let them stay as deeply involved as they want to be. For North Country Public Radio's North Country at Work project, I'm Anna Williams-Bergen. North Country at Work is a long-running project of NCPR. It collects photos and stories about the work history of our region. Funding for this programming was provided in part by the New York State Department of Education. We have more news all the time on our website, ncpr.org. Music today by Caitlin Scholl of Lake Placid and Evan Veenstra of Gananoque, Ontario. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.